If you're planning a wedding, then this is a podcast for you with two shows per week and hosted by comedian and author Alicia McCormick. She'll help you become a bride chilla, make you laugh, and realize chair covers are ridiculous. An extremely happy Friday quickie to you, my lovely friends. Some people, if you're listening to this on the day that I have released the episode, in some countries, it's Good Friday. And I hope you're all having a good Friday, no matter what religion or uh, background you are. I like that you just get a day off where I live in England. In Australia, the same thing. I don't know in the States. I'm assuming you might get the day off. For all of your sake, I hope so. I've been hanging out for this four-day weekend. Good Lord. And I don't know what it's like for you where you work, if you're a worker, that four-day weeks make things a bit weird. I have found people we've been talking about in the office just either checking out three days ago or people get really manic because they haven't got that extra day. And I think I'm in between. I try and stay focused as much as I can. But also, I have been dreaming about four days of podcasting, which is what I'm going to be doing, and uh, furniture moving with Rich. We have to go back to Ikea. Fucking hell. And also just, I don't know, relaxing when I can. I'm really looking forward to it. Four days is what I think we should be just doing normally every weekend. Let's go into that society. That'd be great. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing for the weekend? I hope you're having a nice time. Maybe doing a bit of wedding planning. Maybe doing a bit of relaxing yourself. Not stressing, I do hope. Because really most of the things that we stress about, they're not things that we should be worried about in the immediate future. I found that when I think about the things that I stress about... It's usually revolving, this is just my personal problem, around letting people down when really I strip it down and go, I rarely let people down, but I like to try and get back to things. I like to respond to people and do tasks quickly. And I know I'm a real overachiever in the sense, not like, oh, Alicia, you're such an achiever. I mean that I will say yes to things. I'm a real yes man sometimes, and it's something I really need to adjust but I over I overcapitalize on certain things. And I think when it comes to planning and scheduling, especially around a long holiday weekend, it's really nice to actually say, I'm going to schedule nothing and maybe just wear some stretchy pants and really not try and force myself to do three days of work or in your example, try and cram in a lot of tasks and then not enjoy them when it comes to wedding planning. So that's my advice to you. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back this week because even though this is against completely what I, you know, my inner feelings, because I am like, yes, I'll take the job. Yes, I'll do that. Yes, I can do that. This week, I was offered a bit of freelance work on top of my full-time job podcast, all the other shit that I seem to do, which I enjoy. I wouldn't do any of it because I didn't enjoy it. But this job was for an Australian production company, and they needed someone in London to do some writing for them. And I was like, that's a great job. My friend recommended me for it. I, on paper, was going, well, this is amazing. It's really nice to have another credit back at home. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, I work in TV in my day job. I usually am a producer. And uh, when I was in Australia, I was a host. I was on air. But I thought this might be a good opportunity. And then as I'm having the conversation, the Skype conversation, which I've dashed out of my current office to talk to this lovely chap, um, I was thinking, what are you doing, Alicia? When the hell are you going to get this work done? And you need to take a long, hard look at yourself Why do you need to be taking on yet another task? 
So I thought it was good to share that with you because I eventually wrote to him and said, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to hand you over to a good friend of mine who maybe will be able to do the work in your own time zone and also who maybe he will do it quicker for you because I cannot spin any more plates. I'm a great plate spinner. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes it's good to realize that you are a human being. I was going to say only a human being, but you are just one person. And as I've said recently, I have got a wonderful VA called Jess who was helping me incredibly with uh, figuring out, you know, prioritizing emails and writing back to people and really helping me do that. But also, I realized that I'm a bit of a control freak and I'm also really a people pleaser. So it felt really good and bad to say to this lovely guy, I'm so sorry, but I cannot. I cannot do what you need me to do in the time frame. So if you're in a similar position, it may not be with work, but maybe it's with wedding planning and trying to fit in and cram a lot of activities or taking on tasks, DIY projects. Maybe you need to travel a lot, but just think about what you need to do and how to do it in a way that's not going to stress you out and maybe not overcapitalizing on your time and effort and overcompensating when it comes to saying yes to tasks when you could easily accept help from someone else or put it aside and do it next week. There you go. That's my long diatribe for Friday Quickie. And I've used the word diatribe, which sounds very intelligent. I have lots of great promotions and competitions coming up. I've had such success in the past couple of weeks months with the Instagram comps where I'm asking you questions and then I'm going to be using your answers in upcoming episodes, which makes me really happy because not only do I get to know you a little better, it's also really good for content and to know what you would like to hear and what helps for you. So I am delighted to be launching a new comp next week. Also, I have wedding Q&A week coming up and that will be a whole week every day of wedding Q&A. Some people have written to me going, why don't you do a show every day? Well, I think I answered the question a couple minutes ago that if I had the time, if I didn't do a day job, I would do this happily. But at the moment, I got to work, I got to get on the tube and I got to do my job. So I have decided to get through uh, some of the backlog, the happy backlog of uh, wedding Q&A Uh, I would like to produce a whole week of it. So get ready for that. If you have something that's urgent, let me know and I'll make sure I slot it in. Now, the wonderful Dean, one of my favorite listeners, has gotten in touch in response to uh, a question last week. Hit it, Dean. Hi, Alicia. It's Dean, um, an ex-groom chiller. Well, well, I'm still chill. Um, Actually, are you a groom forever or just on the wedding day? Um, I'm not sure. Um, anyway, that's that's irrelevant. I have to butt in. Dean, that is so existential and I don't know the answer. It's like, am I still a bride or is it maybe that's past tense? I was a bride and now I'm a wife. So no, maybe you are a former groom chiller or maybe you're a groom chiller forever. I feel like I'm a bride chiller. I am a bride chiller. I'm a bride chiller instructor. I'm a bride chiller elder. Let's work on that. Um, I'm just sending you a voice message in response to um, Haley's question last week about uh, photography. Because um, we've been to a few weddings and um, where we've had professional photographers doing the whole day. And we've, had, we've been to a wedding where they've not had any um, professional photographer at all. 
Um, I just wanted to say that the, the one we went to without a professional photographer actually um, worked out quite well. Um, and they they let all their guests know beforehand and told them to upload them to WebPix. Um, and I think as long as you tell everyone that that's what you're expecting, um, everyone will, will come sort of slightly more prepared for the day and, and people who have got decent cameras will bring them. And, and we did just find that there were just so many photographs uploaded that they were just, you know, they had plenty of choice um, to pick out some ones that they really liked. Um, but having said that, I would also um, go along with your advice that maybe um, hire a professional photographer um, for maybe a couple of hours or something just to um, capture sort of the key moments of the day. Um, because as you said, a real a real good photographer will um, just have a knack for capturing those moments and and it's really important to get a photographer that you really like their style as well. So if you like a really informal style, then just look for a photographer who, who's got that style and they'll um, and they'll just pick out the right moments and and give you some photos that yeah really will be special. Um, and yeah, so I think that's that's about it really. I think if you can get a photographer for a couple of hours, but main thing is to let all your guests know that you're expecting them to take photos so they come prepared. Uh, thanks again for the podcast. Bye. Well, obviously Dean's a legend because he's perfectly summed up exactly what I agree with. And it's lovely to hear from someone that who has had that experience and had a positive experience. And I couldn't agree more, Dean. You do need to communicate. And there are so many easy ways that you can do that. If you've listened to last Monday's episode where we talked about wedding tech, with the lovely Tina, she mentioned, and I think I mentioned as well, Appy Couple, um, and there are a number of other apps that you can download for free where you can encourage your guests to uh, log on, download the app, and then every photo they take on their phones on the day uh, within the app is collated and collected and then sent to you and shared with you. So I agree, Dino, if you are going to be doing that, then make sure you're communicating with your guests how you want to collect the photos because you do not want to be writing to people two or three weeks after the big day, you've come back from your honeymoon or whatever you're doing, and then having to write to people and go, hey, have you got any photos from the wedding day? And they're like, um... Yeah, I dropped my phone in the toilet and the rice didn't fix it. Or I got drunk and lost my phone. Or I deleted them. We thought that you wouldn't need them. So just make sure if you are doing that, that you use proper precautions and uh, you communicate. Also, I would like to give Dean a big plug because they, he and his wife run ownyourwedding.com. And it is a fabulous, uh, well, it's a fabulous website. I really like visiting it. Also, they have lots of templates and free spreadsheets. There you go, Dean. Alicia says you've got free spreadsheets, spreadsheets that are very handy if you are trying to get your shit in order when it comes to planning and collating data and information. Uh, It's great. So go to ownyourwedding.com and that's where you can find that information. And thank you, Dean. I always appreciate your input. You're great. Thank you. Lovely, lovely Michelle has taken the time to put pen to paper, well, not physically. She's taken the time to put finger to keypad. Didn't sound as sexy as pen to paper. 
Again, we will work on that. She says, Dear Alicia, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. That's three thank yous if you're keeping track. Uh, Like a lot of your listeners, I fall into the boat of none of my friends are getting married and I live overseas away from my family and friends boat. Gee, that's a boat. It's a hard boat to be on sometimes. And I'm glad that I'm there to be on the boat with you. Look at that. What an analogy. I have absolutely been binging on the Save the Date Wedding podcast and I love listening to you. Thank you. I'm getting really close to the microphone. Very intimate. It sounds ridiculous, but you really do feel like a friend. That's not ridiculous. I feel like podcasting. Sorry, Michelle, I'll get back to your note in a second. Podcasting to me is I'm in exactly the same boat as you are with me. I listen to people and I think, I know you, I'm friends with you. And that may or may not be true. I feel like I give you exactly what you get from me in real life, IRL. And uh, I think you've heard Rich and I talk. We don't really put on any any show who could be bothered. So I think there's some sort of intimacy that comes with podcasting that you can't really get elsewhere, especially not with performance that I've done sort of before. You sort of put on a show, but really who could be bothered putting on a show as in a persona? You just get what you get. So yes, I feel like we are friends. It's a one-sided friendship in that sense, but also it's not because you're writing me a lovely email. I didn't come out as well as I wanted it to be. Uh, She says, recently, one of your guests talked about how she was embarrassed to talk about the lead up of her wedding. And I totally get that. As a feminist and an Australian with a lot of queer friends, I sometimes get totally embarrassed about getting married and enjoying the wedding planning process out loud. Anyway, thank you again and much love. Oh, and what is the new project? Would love to follow your next venture when I'm no longer a bride in waiting. Okay, I've been getting lots of questions of new listeners coming back and saying, Alicia, you talked all about another podcast recently. Well, 50 episodes ago. Where the hell is it? I can't find it in iTunes. I'm going to tell you this. There will be something coming up, but I need to finish lots of other projects first. Because as I said at the beginning of this episode, I like to say, yeah, I'll do everything. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And uh, one of the things I don't like doing is things badly. I put my 100% heart, I put my all into it all. And I would hate to put out some sort of second rate shithouse podcast, especially after doing this. And I feel like I do this quite well. So that's where I'm at. I do also feel a little lost about what exactly to talk about in the second podcast. And maybe this should be something that I put to you. I am, I, you know, this is hard to describe. And I'm going to go there and hopefully not sound too weird. I really trust my gut when it comes to things. And especially when I'm writing and being creative, I can sit on things and think on things for a while. And then if I'm in the shower or I'm out having a run, the idea or the mode of making the idea work comes to me. And it's sort of, I get the feeling going, yeah, this is it. This is what I want to do. So when it comes to doing the new podcast or project I'm assuming it's going to be a podcast. I just haven't quite cracked the topic to talk about or make it happen. And you know what? I would love your feedback. If there's something you think Alicia should be talking about, I'm talking in my third person like an idiot, then I'd love to hear what you have to think. I mean, some people have written to me and said, I'd like a post-wedding relationship podcast. I don't know if I need to be giving people relationship advice any more than I give you now. But then uh, someone else wrote and said, I'd like an apocalyptic podcast and that made me really happy but a lot of people listening are like oh fuck off I'm not listening to that perhaps maybe you love it I don't know so look that's where I'm at with that honesty transparency that's where I'm at (laughs) 
but something will happen. I'll get the feeling and we will carry on with the next project, but I will keep you up to date. No fear. The Save the Date Wedding Podcast is hosted by comedian Alicia McCormick. She's your virtual bridesmaid who's helping hashtag bridechillas everywhere. If you have a question for Alicia, visit SaveTheDatePodcast.com to send her a message and leave her a voicemail. You can even buy a Bridechilla t-shirt and tote while you're there. I am Bridechilla. Hear me roar! Hayley sent me a lovely message uh, and it was in response to a, a topic I covered a couple of weeks ago. She says, on your previous Friday quickie, there was a question about gifts on multiple wedding events. Okay, what she's talking about here is someone asked about when is it appropriate to be giving gifts? Are we going crazy with gifts? For example, does the bride and groom need to gift all the groomsmen and bridesmaids gifts at each occasion and vice versa? If you're in a wedding party, if you're a maid chiller, do you need to be giving a gift for the hens or bachelorette? Do we need to be giving a gift for the kitchen tea, the bridal shower, kitchen tea, very Australian, the bridal shower? Do we, you know, it gets getting crazy. There are so many gift giving opportunities and we are losing our minds. So Hayley continues, I feel one gift one spends money on is appropriate and on the other events give your friends something free like a small book of recipes you love and write down or maybe advice or jokes or something like that not every gift needs to be an actual monetary investment and i could not agree more Haley. i think this is a great point that the gift of a memory and that sounds like i'm giving you a box of memories that's not what i mean that's very funny though. Um, but the idea that you like, you know, we've said before, I got this wonderful recipe book from my beautiful friends and that recipe book means so much to me sentimentally. And also the recipes are cracking. They're great. I use it all the time. And that was free monetary wise, but it also obviously took time for them to put it together my beautiful friend, Mikey did all the graphic design. It's a very pro looking recipe book, but also getting together with bridesmaids and creating a recipe book out of a folder you've purchased and you can print out pages and stick it in. I mean, this stuff's fun and it doesn't cost a lot. And actually, I think people will be way more touched by that sort of gift from a group of close friends rather than just having something you've purchased. You're like, oh, I've got to get another gift. I'm running out of gift things to give people. So Hayley, thank you for writing to me and agreeing with me. Ha! <laughs> Uh, it's really nice to have your perspective and also just to bring that home again that we have really become in so many different facets of our lives not just weddings really consumer focused and you're not like oh look at this pinko lefty commie idiot here talking about not buying shit I love shopping I love buying things I love a retail hit but I do think that we become really fixated on the purchasing of goods and spending money when we don't necessarily have to spend money and we could be funneling our money into more, I don't know, interesting, long-term cool things than just tat and shit. That's it. Tat. Exactly. Dean also, I would say from earlier, I just, he just reminded, my, I just reminded myself, Dean actually um, sent me from earlier in the, the episode. He wrote on Instagram this week, um, I put up a post about 
my continual dislike for chair covers and Dean had commented on the post and said while we're there can you also tackle wedding favors so I should be creating an Instagram post about my also hesitancy when it comes to wedding favors because I think we do give people useless unnecessary stuff that they're going to throw out or eat when they're drunk in a cab that is it. That is my show for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you are on a day off, I hope you relax, enjoy, have a glass of Savvy B, Savio Blanc, from my perspective. By the time you listen to this, Rich and I would have collected the van, been to Ikea, and hopefully gotten the replacement mattress that we got wrong last week and returned home, and then I can have my glass of wine. Just saying. If you have a question for me, please get in touch. Save the date podcast.com. Do follow me on Instagram. If you aren't following me yet, it is Instagram.com slash Alicia, A-L-E-I-S-H-A, McCormack, M-C-C-O-R-M-A-C-K. Is it annoying when people spell things out and you're like, I don't care. I'll Google it later. Fine. Follow me because I do Instagram exclusive competitions and questions that I would really like you to participate in. There it is. Have a great week. Until Monday, I bid you happy days. Save the date wedding podcast. Don't plan your wedding without it. Do you remember that time when you were maybe 18 or 19 and far too old to be going to your parents asking for money, but you sort of were short and you needed to, and it was sort of a little bit debilitating, demoralizing. I don't know what the right word is for you here. I need a thesaurus. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm asking you for money and I've tried to make it fun and interesting and throw a personal anecdote in the beginning to make it less orcs. And I don't know if it's worked. Here's the thing. I would love for you to become a Save the Date supporter. I'm not asking for millions of Donald Trump dollars here. Gross. I feel gross for even saying his name. I'm sorry. What I'm asking for you is like a little tip of the hat. If you enjoy the show, find value in the show, perhaps instead of purchasing five coffees this week, you could give those five coffees to me. Not literally, I just mean in monetary form. Don't send coffee. Please visit savethedatepodcast.com slash support for more information and a very handy PayPal button. Kisses.